Hello, and welcome to Wellbeing. Don't let them tell you you need to change. Just because you're feeling a little strange. I'm a video director, editor, and artist. I'm Josh Lanfear. I'm a graphic and motion designer, video editor, and just a creative experimenter with too many damn things that I can't keep track of anymore. My name is Andy Sandoval. I'm a writer, producer, and director. So yeah, that's who we are. That's uh, a little bit about ourselves. This is our first episode, our inaugural episode inaugural episode yeah. you're joining us as we explore mental health and world creation yeah nice can't wait we're three friends who decided to get together and just you know try something a little bit different and and cool hell yeah and we've been kind of planning this for a little while so it's nice to finally see it come to fruition yeah so this is kind of a weird one because this is the first time we're actually recording live together yeah this probably won't happen again yeah this is probably the only time yeah yes. but at least it's the inaugural episode right yeah mm-hmm. so you know you don't have to get shit completely right exactly <laughs> inaugural yeah. you know we're gonna have trouble uh yeah our pilot episode <laughs> <laughs> yeah we can goof it up if we want to So we're going to get things kicked off here by starting with what's something this week that was like a tentpole or something that just really elicited an emotion for you. I'll get things kicked off. Uh, I've been watching The Last of Us, which then kind of led into playing the video game. Uh, It was such a great show, but then I found myself really wanting to play the game again. So then I was playing the game and just going off on its story, its complexities, like it's it's such a great world to kind of be in, as as sad and 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 horrible as it is. There's just something there that like this video game was firing on all pistons, and to see it in the remaster, which I'm playing, is so fucking cool. It's it's just something that just really. I don't know. It, it 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 brought something out of me, like an emotion playing it again and, and living through like the beats all over again and also side by side with the show where that's also hitting these beats in different ways. It's 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 an amazing th- feat uh, just to see how video games and, and TV series can just translate and evolve. Uh, yeah, I, I started replaying before the movie or the show came out, but I got stuck on a level and then I gave up and then I never went back to it. And I forgot <laughs> when I was watching the show, I was like, oh, I remember that in the movie or, or playing the game. And then after I was like, I don't know what happens next. <laughs> I was like, I should go back one day and um, maybe I still will. I don't know yet. <clears throat> but that, that, that just made it all a surprise. Yeah, yeah, I was like, oh, I did not know it was going to happen. Yeah. yeah. You'd be one of those people who looked at The Last of Us and was just like, wow, this would make a great video game. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it ruined other games for me. Like, I'm trying to play Jedi Fallen Order. I love Fallen Order. That game is fantastic. It is. Except, like, on PS5, it has, like, 
Mad Poppins. So you'll be like, start, they'll start oh, like a wow. cutscene, and then some guy's head will be in someone's back, and they just go back. <laughs> like, what? Wow. Yeah. So you know, whichever one of you wants to go first, uh, I'll go. Okay. So my my wife Bree and I. We started watching a Korean drama on a friend's recommendation called The Glory. We do we do watch a lot of Korean dramas, and it's interesting because there's a lot of stereotypes in K dramas where it's they generally try to be more happy and upbeat, but there's always something that kind of kicks it off, and it's always something just catastrophically tragic, like someone gets hit by a car for no reason. And it just kickstarts the events of everything like incredible that happens in this person's life. The glory is like kind of the opposite of that, where the entire show is just a bad time. It's just like, honestly, it is incredibly traumatic to watch. It's like the only K-drama we've ever seen that has genuine violence and just like really dramatic imagery. Because basically it's about this girl who is the victim of just hellacious bullying when she's in like uh, when she's in junior high and she drops out and she goes like back to, to school. She gets her GED. She ends up kind of, you know, making something of her life. But the re- the sole reason she makes something of her life is to get revenge on her bullies. And it's 16 episodes about an hour long each. We watched the entire series in two days. Damn. Wow. It is probably one of the most addictive things i've ever watched because you just cannot take your eyes off what's happening it was like every time you think that the like her grown-up bullies who all ended up being just very rich well off like the reason they were able to get away with it is because their families were all super rich and very well to do and her family was very poor so just nobody cared nobody protected her nobody supported her and she's just covered in scars like just burn scars from curling irons, just flat irons, just just covered from head to toe in scars. And she uses those scars as like a weapon against her bullies in a lot of ways. And it's like, it was such a, just like, there's very few things that keep me literally on the edge of my seat. I watched three episodes straight, like about to fall off the couch because I, <laughs> it was like, it was just so just like, it was such a commanding watch and it was like, I can't say it was necessarily inspiring, but it did just like, it keep me invested in something in a way that I haven't been invested in really anything in a long time because we haven't really, we haven't watched much anime that I'm going to watch. We haven't watched any TV shows like movies have been here and there, you know, we'll watch a new movie that we've wanted to watch when it comes out, but that's really, you know, it's not, it's few and far between for me to find something that keeps me invested in that way. And it was nice to get addicted to something again and then immediately just be over that addiction because I watched the entire series in two days. But, then, you know, then you have nothing. Yeah, like, exactly. Except like the memory of. Exactly. But apparently they might be making eight more episodes for a third season, which would be cool because it did kind of leave off a little open ended. So a little bit rambly. But yeah, that's what I that's what I did this past week. Oh, <laughs> that works. Yeah. So, Andy, what you got? I Went to go watch the South Park episode that was uh, created with the G chat. That was all episode. The whole episode was written. I think Trey just did the outline, but the G chat G GBT chat. Yeah. Chat GBT wrote the rest of the episode of South Park. 
and it was a uh, pretty great. The main plot was that um, uh, Wendy would write a lot of text to Stan, and then Stan would just put a thumbs up or okay, and I could relate to that because uh, my wife writes a lot on text, and I just put a thumbs up or I put okay, <laughs> cool. Um, very short with my responses with the text because like, all right, that sums up everything. Awesome. And uh, Stan found a way to use uh, ChatGPT as a way to copy and paste that response to write back to her. And now I can't use that because Maggie also saw it with me. So I think she would know from OK, thumbs up to also re uh, replying with the, my own novel. Uh, she knew something would be up. So... Now I have to creatively think of different ways to respond with the you same three words. Stop. So, so what you got to do is you got to telephone it. So you take like chat GPT and then you like put it in and then you got to translate it to like what you would say. <laughs> That's a good point. Don't listen to this part, Maggie. <laughs> <laughs> he just shortens it to a, he, he just writes the word thumbs up. <laughs> using more words. Yeah, I'll, just, I'll, just, yeah, I'll describe the GIF I'm sending. Yeah. Or a GIF, whichever way you prefer. Yeah, say GIF again. You're sitting right next to me. I swear to God. So I was also watching GIF. Ted Lasso and they said it both ways. Oh. GIF and GIF. Yeah, Ted Lasso. I, re I really got to rewatch that. Um, so, yeah, that's just something we'll do every week is we just take these, you know, something that just elicits an emotion in this cruel, emotionless world. All right, so what about the next segment then? We'll keep going. Just like that, no emotion. No emotion. <laughs> yeah, I was just trying to say how much dead air we could get before something happens. Oh, yeah. Next. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I was. Yeah, Josh broke. Yeah. I was going to. I I could see what you guys were doing there. But, you know, I thought the three was, of us in the room together, we could have let that go for a real long time. I was building up the suspense to the next thing. Mm -hmm. And you ruined it. I had good suspense. This is good suspense. It's like Michael Mann's heat level of suspense. Ooh, Ooh that's yeah. pretty good suspense. Mm -hmm. That's the throwback. I like it. <laughs> For this next part, this is what will be kind of getting into the meat of every episode. This is our mental health segment. Uh, but for this first episode, we're just going to do some introductions, just, you know, who we are, what we do for a living or, you know, where we're at for a living, I guess. And we'll talk about where we're at on our mental health journey, whatever step that may be. Um, you know, I'll kick us off here. Um, I'm Theodore Cardenas, or just Theo for short. Like I said, I'm a director, video editor, and an artist. Right now, I'm starting a new job, and I've been creatively stuck. I just feel like I've hit a wall just creatively. I, I can't get out as much as I want to. You know, I do YouTube videos, um, but not as often as I, as I really want to or, or that I think I should be doing. And that kind of sucks. <laughs> Monetarily, I'm stuck like a lot of us are, I think right now, you know, it's hard times be rough and my mental health journey. 
Uh, I have a long history with mental health. Mental illness runs in my family. And for myself, when I was a teenager, you know, there's, and you know, something we'll go into a little bit more as the series goes on because it's, it's big in terms of what happened to me. But that's when I noticed something was different about me. And as mental health, my journey carried on, I would find out that, or it would be, I'd be diagnosed with depression. And then later, my current diagnosis is bipolar and I'm on medications for it and I'm seeing a therapist and I, you know, I can say I have (laughs) mileage in my mental health journey and I'm just here to help guide you guys and also guide our audience through all of it. So, you know, as we said earlier, my name is Josh Lanfear. I'm a graphic emotion designer. I work freelance and I have worked freelance for almost two years. Um, I, you know, just like, just like these two, I'm feeling very like creatively stuck. Uh, work is very up and down, you know, good times are great. Bad times are really terrible, but it's, you know, it's kind of almost bled me dry creatively in a lot of ways. I don't have many creative outlets to rely on, at least anything that I feel like is enough of a crutch to at least keep me like keep me rolling creatively. Um, when work comes in, I I have a tendency to work really fast. So once something's once I get something, it's just done like fast. It's done quick. I don't get to really savor it or enjoy it or anything. It's just it's it's in and it's out and and then that's about it. Um I've been trying to find ways to to cope with that, try to find more outlets, try to find more things that can get those juices flowing in some way. It seems like every time I get close, like just the universe decides to just kind of knock me back down to earth. Like I was trying to, I'm still trying to like try to explore like music and stuff and see if maybe that's something that can kind of help keep those juices flowing. And then I realized the type of music I wanted to get into is wildly fucking expensive. And I'm like, Oh, cool. It's like, this is a great hobby for someone who hasn't worked in like two months. It's great. It's, it's good. It's good. to know. it's cool. Thanks. Thanks for that. But it's like, I don't know. I'm, I'm trying to, to find that outlet and it's just not really working. Um, as far as my mental health journey goes, I guess um, I I'm I'm at like negative five. We'll say on that journey, I've I have no health insurance. I've never seen a therapist. I've never really spoken too much with people. Obviously, I've you know I've had talks with these guys. I've had talks with my wife. Like we've had very long discussions about a lot of things. Um, most of this is new to me. I didn't even have to deal with grief until like for the first time until like two years ago, I had no idea how to cope with that. I mean, thank, thank God for my wife and her unfortunate vast experience with managing grief and stuff. And that, you know, was a saving grace to get me through that whole experience. But most of this is entirely new to me because it is not a, not a common thing in my family to deal with mental health. Um, I mean, we all like my family has a lot of problems, but we're still mentally we're fairly stable in a lot of ways. So 
a lot of this is just me trying to deal with my own differences, you know, as my own human being. And it's, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see where it leads me. Maybe one day I'll get health insurance and get to talk to someone. One day. <laughs> one day. One day there will be universal health care. <laughs> yeah. Fucking hell, man. Damn or go to Canada. System. Or just go to Canada. I'll Whatever to comes Vancouver, first. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is my turn. My name is Andy Sandoval. Like I said, I'm a producer, writer, director. I think the cool kids call it content creator. Is a one-stop shop for all that. Um, luckily, I don't do freelance anymore. I am with the company that um, I do work for that I produce uh, content. Um, but I'm also not making my own content there. I'm just following a formula of what they like and what the client wants. So it's very step and repeat of producing and content we make. Um, yeah, pretty much my e pretty much my day is just emailing people. Uh, when I do get to go on set, it's on Zoom. So I don't even get to have that fulfillment of being on set to enjoy the atmosphere of being around people. Um, I'm just still at home working in my office and digitally go on set with people and everyone just kind of takes their camera off. So I feel like I lose a lot of the human contact and human emotion from, from being on set, which was the best part of filmmaking for me is uh, being around people that we are all doing the one thing to do something and create that one content or create whatever we're doing and we all have a goal. And then you just get to meet a lot of cool people there too. And uh, since the pandemic, working from home, I didn't realize how uh, mental health kind of, how much I, I needed more support and look in, looking into it. Uh, when I was home in the pandemic, my wife went to work still and our roommates also left to go to work. And I was just stuck at home with our dogs and I was just bored out of my fucking mind. <laughs> Like I got into, I made a coffee bar and then I made a bar bar and I was just experimenting with different things, playing video games once the PS5 came out. I didn't really talk to anyone or text anyone. I was just kind of just in my own little bubble. When my wife came home, I was like a dog that I haven't seen their owner in like years. I would just try to talk her ear off of my day of really doing nothing, <laughs> but she needed time to like compress from her day. Cause she's a school teacher and she deals with like a lot of kids and a lot of stuff. And I was just like, Hey, but I need to talk to you cause I'm bored. I haven't seen anyone for like eight hours. <laughs> um, but luckily um, the company I work for does have um, programs for us to get mental health and an app to get someone that I could talk to um to talk to a therapist uh i downloaded the app and that's all i've gotten so far <laughs> um i'm taking steps on my journey to get to get there uh mental health wasn't a thing in my family because my family's a predominantly latino family my dad's like first generation my mom's like fourth or fifth but they didn't really deal with any of that stuff so they don't really believe in it so then I didn't really believe in it until I think the pandemic. And then uh, I guess my wife just really wants to know if I'm on the spectrum or I'm just an asshole. So uh, you guys will get to be on my journey to figure out if I'm an asshole or if I'm on the spectrum somewhere or a little bit of both. Mm -hmm. I don't know, but it's going to be a crazy ride. <laughs>
And they're not mutually exclusive, you know, being on the spectrum and being an asshole. You can be on the spectrum and be an asshole. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I think she wants to know how the how it breaks down. If I'm 50-50 asshole, 50-50 spectrum. She wants like, percentages. Got yeah, it. she oh, wants to know, wow. like, she like if, I have, yeah. if I have an excuse to be an asshole, but then I know I could exploit it. So. <laughs> Makes sense. Yeah, so I'm, I'm going to start my journey. I just don't know when I'm going to put the, my, my stuff in the app and uh, get actually finally get to seek the help that I could start this journey. Got it. Yeah, finding a therapist is such a challenge and there's so much to that and i'm i'm here to help you guys do that journey as much as i can having a therapist is is so important or finding the right therapist is so important because it's like they're everything to you you confide in them they're your lifeline so much that that revolves around it and you know one thing is is what a lot of people don't know is that when you find a therapist and they're not right you can just fuck off and find another therapist. Like, never be afraid to just do that. Yeah. And then it'll be like, like Cinderella and the slipper. I have to find the perfect <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. therapist that fits the glass slipper. Yeah. He's just going to, like, just start wearing his therapist and be like, yeah. mm, this isn't the right fit. You're never going to find one like that, man. Hopefully. I mean, hopefully I'll find one that, one, that fits, <laughs> <laughs> that works out. I guess I could also use the three bears, but... I guess Cinderella works as well. True. Yeah, so I guess like throwing out mental health homework is pretty good. So like Andy, yours is like open the app. Open the app. <laughs> Just fucking do it. What's stopping you, dude? Just do it. Jash, yours is just finding like something that's cheap or something that you can do, you know, like whether that be like meditation or, or something like that. That's definitely what I've been looking for. And then I I don't know what my homework is. I guess we'll we'll figure that out. We'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll figure it out. We'll get there. Figure it out together. <laughs> my fucking homework is like putting these episodes together. Yeah, you gotta yeah. edit and fucking edit and make make the shit, make the cool shit. This next part is the interesting part. Yeah. This is the meat of the podcast here. Hopefully, this will help our creative juices mm-hmm. marinate. Yeah. Yeah. This next part really comes from this idea there's this art collective and you know artists and authors and stuff like that i I, i'm getting this third this is like third party third proxy whatever you want to call it because i'm getting it from like henry zabrowski of last podcast on the left and i don't even know if it was in the main episode or if it was in like the side stories i think it was a side story i don't remember which side story but i think it was a side story The art collective is like people like Grant Morrison and uh, God, I'm not even going to try to list them. Jeff Johns. Jeff Johns. Nah, it's Grant Morrison. He's like, I don't know. I'm just saying names. Yeah, you're just saying. (laughs) (laughs) Also, it could have been Seth McFarlane or Todd McFarlane. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Any um, name McFarlane double so this like authors and artists and and writers of different ilks just kind of have this idea that well we've kind of put into the zeitgeist putting dystopians and just writing nothing but dystopias and 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 putting that that we've created our own reality thinks that we're living in this new boring dystopia. <laughs> and the idea and thought is that 
why don't we create utopian or focus on utopianism and find the drama within that to sort of, you know, reshape the zeitgeist of the modern era into something new and unique. So I thought, well, what better way to reset our creativities and creative imaginations with something like this? You know, let's create a world a la D&D style um, where we can, you know, figure out and dive further into what world creation is. And, 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 you know, we as creatives can design what the world will look like. What, what was it? Fantasy? Is it, is it, you know, not, is it, uh, concrete, whatever the hell you want it to be. Like we, we can make it here and we can go in further and create either stories that take place within this, characters that take place within this, or movies that, that exist here, or movies about this. Hell, we can even design exactly what this world looks like, because that's what we do. Yeah. Spoiler alert, the font's going to be Comic Sans all over the place. And this is my last episode. <laughs> it's uh, been great talking to you guys. And <laughs> Our world we call Comic Sans. <laughs> A society completely built around Comic Sans. This will be a fun world. I'm jealous. <laughs> this is why I'm not happy. <laughs> yeah, so we'll put like Comic Sans as like a placeholder, like all legal documents or whatever are in Comic Sans. Spoiler alert, we won't. <laughs> we won't. There can be some clown lawyer who works somewhere and all of his documents are all in Comic Sans. That's that's the only appeasement I'll make to that. All right. All right. So we already know that we got like jobs in this world and lawyers in this world. So we also know there are clowns. So that's like our starting point. So like what kind of like world are we talking we're talking like fantasy are we talking like future like where where are we going with this i i mean i'd like to go i feel like when i imagine a proper utopia i kind of imagine something more future like blade runner no definitely not blade runner um we can take elements of blade ooh, ooh, you know what's a cool uh okay hold up hold up fifth Let's element see, where, where are you going yeah more fifth element that's what i was gonna say mm -hmm. too okay yeah i'm digging the future stuff but like can we do something like I really love fantasy, so we can do something like I don't know. So elves with iPods, yeah. Elves with iPods, yeah. With AirPods on, all right. Yeah, 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 yeah. AirPods because elf pods. Elf pods. So now we've established that there are companies in the world also that make. That well, there's make lawyers, like so yeah, lawyers need companies. True. Not necessarily. Lawyers can still represent people. And most of the time, they yeah, do Yeah, but that they anyway. want more companies because that's where the money is. Yeah, but we're trying to make a utopia oh, here. Okay. We, can't, we can't lean into the money just yet. We'll figure okay. that out later. We're trying to make a utopia. Money later. Yeah, money okay. later. M money will be in comic sense. That's, you know, maybe. It'd be fun money because it's utopia. worthless so, in the so utopia. We're so we're talking definitely like universal health care. Yeah, we already established that. Universal health care. Yeah. That's swanky. So, so far we're at a fifth element-esque utopia. With fantasy. That's fantasy elements, elves with AirPods and things. There are clowns, there's lawyers. Shit. So we have 
space travel because this is like fifth element. So, you know, that probably means like aliens are kind of. Well, yeah, because the fifth element had aliens. No, not necessarily. No. They were almost secondary to it. But then at the same time, maybe the the aliens and such fulfill that fantasy role. Maybe the elves are aliens in this instance, but oh. because of the fantasy connotations, it still comes off in a fantasy type oh, way. Ah, okay, cool. oh, so cool. So it's like we're yeah, we're we're mixing you know science and magic, and it's it the you know the things between that are are you know. Yeah, they're, they're paper thin. They're paper yeah, thin. it's the right. Thor explanation. It's like you know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dig that. Yeah. Cool. Ooh, I'm really digging this. This is like, okay, so where else are we going with this, or should we like? Is that enough? I think like it's a lot already in that That's, world. That seems like it's kind of a we lot. Don't blow already. our wad. Yeah, we don't want to blow our wad here with all this. I mean, so yeah, I mean, this is this is already a good start. Maybe maybe next episode we'll slow down on the minute details a little bit and kind of lay down some more, yeah. <laughs> more foundation and framework. Yeah. Instead cause, of... Cause, so I think as we go, we'll like write it down and we'll get into things like, what's the society like? What's the class system like? What's money like? What's... Uh, uh, fuck. Yeah, how's that like? Fucking. <laughs> I don't see what you did there. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what it's like off mic I, I'm Josh and <laughs> <laughs> that was our first episode of well-being thank you for joining us at the beginnings of this journey as we figure out our world and as we figure out our mental health try to figure out what the fuck a utopia is yeah that's hard yeah yeah we don't live in one. We really don't. Man. It's been a long time since we've been in a utopia. Did you say like the 90s? 90s was pretty chill. 90s was pretty chill. Yeah. Yeah. Unemployment was low. There were some fun things. Yeah. We yeah. didn't have jobs. It was good. We didn't, yeah, we didn't need that. We didn't need jobs. No, yeah. Man. Oh, that was man. So that was that was a utopia right there. I'm Theo. You can find me all over the place. I'm on Instagram. I'm on uh, YouTube. Uh, just look for Theodore Cardenas. You'll find me. Uh, primarily, I do Twitch streams on Sunday. It's at 11 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. That's Theo Ripper on Twitch. Come join me. I just do art and get high and do a bunch of fun shit. And you can find me on all kinds of socials, just at Fearhead, P-H-E-R-H-E-A-D. And... Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Uh, I am Andy. Uh, you can find me on Instagram. I don't really go on it that much. Uh, <laughs> for someone who works in the social media content game, I'm terrible at my own personal social media content and putting it out there. But uh, you can find me on Instagram for I am underscore Andy Sandoval. And that's all you can find me in right now. I might do more. I'm trying to do more on my Twitter too, but I'll, I'll put that out once I have more than just refollowing Pat McAfee. Yeah, <laughs> who knows where this shit will lead? Maybe you'll get a you'll become a social media phenom. Mm -hmm. You can make social media videos for yourself. Yeah, I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in promoting. that game. I really hope not. <laughs> it could be promoting you.
I don't like myself that much. Just you specifically. <laughs> just be like, hey guys, I'm Andy. I like the Dodgers. Um, I do I'm like the, the cool Dodgers. Dodger guy. Dodger. It is opening day today. Dodger dog. Off your face like fifty pairs of sunglasses. Yeah, and you coming. And you start throwing hot dogs at the camera. Dodger dog. Dodger dog. Dodger dog. They're not the same Dodger dogs. They're no longer Farmer John's. Ooh, some crappy company that's gross, scandalous. Not the same Dodger dog as I grew up in the '90s, which was a great utopia. See what you do is you go and you smuggle in your own Farmer John's hot dogs. I have to do that, yeah. I think that might be in the next week's episode. Dodger dogs. Dodger dogs. <laughs> but the Farmer John's ones. Fair. Peace out, Folios. Be well. Oh, that was good. I like that. Be well. Mm, that's good. Later, guys.